Hey everyone, I'm Kristen Holmes, CNN correspondent in for David Chalian, and this is the CNN Political Briefing. Here's what you need to know in politics for Thursday, March 16th. Former President Donald Trump doesn't only have to worry about clinching the 2024 Republican nomination. Trump is the subject of many investigations from federal and state prosecutors. Some of his legal troubles span from New York to Georgia, where it's possible he could be the first former U.S. president and major presidential candidate to be indicted. Before we break down the new developments in both cases, Trump maintains he didn't do anything wrong. Let's start with the hush money probe from the Manhattan DA's office. In case you need a refresher, a grand jury is looking into Trump's role in the hush money payment of $130,000 to adult film star Stormy Daniels in October of 2016, so she could stay quiet about their alleged affair right before the election. Trump denied having the affair. His former personal attorney, Michael Cohen, facilitated that payment and did time for it after pleading guilty to breaking campaign finance laws. The federal prosecutors allege that Cohen was reimbursed by the Trump Organization. They're investigating whether Trump and his business falsified business records when they reimbursed Cohen for the hush money payments. Hush money payments aren't illegal, but falsifying business records is. That's a misdemeanor charge prosecutors are weighing. The potential felony charge they're considering has to do with if Trump violated campaign finance laws when he allegedly falsified Trump Organization business records with intent to commit another crime or conceal another crime. If the DA's office moves forward with charges, it's a risky legal theory that hasn't been tested in court before and doesn't guarantee a conviction. Trump's attorney, Joe Tacopina, told CNN the former president will not accept the grand jury's recent invitation to testify. He also said the legal theory the DA's office is considering is, quote, untested and that the case is politically motivated. He thinks if Trump ends up getting indicted for this, it'll help his campaign. I think it will embolden his supporters, okay? I think it will, will enrage his supporters and make them feel stronger about the fact that they're politicizing the justice system. If they indict him, it will embolden him. I think it will, it, you know, because he will win this case, it will catapult him to the White House. Now, Michael Cohen says he met with the DA's office 20 times and testified before the grand jury twice this week. Trump's lawyer called into question Cohen's cooperation motive and credibility since he pleaded guilty in 2018 for lying to Congress about a Moscow real estate deal. That came out of the special counsel Robert Mueller's probe into potential Russian interference in the 2016 election. Cohen did his first TV interview this morning on CNN since testifying before the grand jury, where he addressed those credibility concerns and summed up why he's cooperating. My goal is to ensure that truth comes out and that truth to power is told. You see, it's easy to turn around and to say, oh, Michael Cohen's a convicted liar. That happens to be true. I did. I pled guilty. You need to finish the sentence. I was convicted. I pled guilty. But I did it at the direction of and for the benefit of Donald J. Trump. Stormy Daniels also met with prosecutors on Wednesday, according to her attorney. Now to a separate investigation into Donald Trump in Georgia. As we've talked about before on this podcast, a special grand jury investigated Trump and his allies' attempts to overturn the 2020 election in that state. The Fulton County District Attorney launched the investigation after that infamous phone call where Trump tried to pressure Secretary of State Brad Raffensperger to find the votes needed to overturn Biden's victory. All I want to do is this. I just want to find 11,780 votes which is one more that we have. We now know that investigators also have a recording of a phone call Trump made to then-Georgia House Speaker David Ralston, who has since passed away. 
Five jurors anonymously told the Atlanta Journal-Constitution that in the call, Trump was pushing for Ralston to have a special session to overturn Biden's victory in Georgia. Now, we did already know about this call because Ralston gave an interview about it the day after it happened, where he said he told Trump his request would be tough to make happen. But we don't know what exactly was said in the call, how hard Trump pushed, what exactly he was asking for, and what Ralston said in response. And since Ralston has passed away, investigators wouldn't have the full story without a recording of it. A source also confirmed the existence of the recording to CNN. We know about one more Trump phone call to a Georgia official as well. So now that makes three in total that we know about, that is. Either way, this new recording adds to what we know about the pressure campaign by Trump and his allies on Georgia officials. And it's still not clear yet what will come out of the Georgia investigation. The special grand jury recently concluded its work. Beside the call with Raffensperger, the probe was also looking into false claims of election fraud to state lawmakers, the fake elector scheme, efforts by unauthorized individuals to access voting machines in one Georgia county, and threats and harassment against election workers. We know from the foreperson of the jury that they recommended a list of indictments. And by the way she was talking, it seemed possible that Trump could be on that list. We definitely heard a lot about former President Trump, and we definitely discussed him a lot in the room. And I will say that uh, when this list comes out, you wouldn't, there are no major plot twists waiting for you. But the jury's indictments are only a recommendation. It's ultimately up to the Fulton County District Attorney, Fannie Willis, to decide whether to pursue these indictments or not. So we're still waiting on that. For his part, Trump denies any criminal wrongdoing and claims Willis, a Democrat, is politically biased. In January, Willis said her decision on whether to bring charges is, quote, imminent. As that plays out, remember, there's still the Justice Department's investigations into Trump, too. Special Counsel Jack Smith's office is looking into Trump's efforts to overturn the 2020 election results and his handling of classified material at Mar-a-Lago. One development that may play a role in those cases down the line, a new chief judge in the federal courthouse in D.C. is poised to take over, James Jeb Boesberg. He's a Barack Obama appointee and lived with Brett Kavanaugh in law school. He'll replace Chief Justice Beryl Howell, who dealt with cases related to special counsel Jack Smith's investigations, so the position is very influential and means Boesberg could play a key role in deciding issues that factor into whether Trump is indicted. That's it for today's political briefing. Thanks so much for listening. And if you like the show, please consider rating and reviewing us on Apple Podcasts. We'll talk to you tomorrow.